Welcome to the Balance Bod Pod, where we talk about all things balancing life and health so you can have your cake and eat it too. Or your donuts or your pizza or whatever your thing is. But seriously, health is the greatest gift that we have and it does not have to come at the cost of enjoying the fun parts of life. So through the podcast, we're going to explore and experience for ourselves what balance truly looks like in our own lives. Stay tuned. Hey, hey, my sweet friend. I want to share a couple things um, since my last podcast because, man, things have changed. It has been so I did a podcast in August, at the end of August, right before Weston was born. And I did a podcast, I think, probably a year ago now, which is wild. Um, I'll talk a lot more about that, but. I just want to give you an update on where in the heck things are at, a life update, a recent discovery that I have made about myself that is like completely changing the way that I think about everything. (laughs) But I also want to tell you, if you did not know, which I'm not sure if I announced it or not, I am now recording these um, podcasts on video as well. So it's literally just a video of me recording the podcast. (laughs) But if you are somebody who maybe isn't listening to podcasts quite as often because you're not in the car because you're working from home or you forget about podcasts, but you're watching videos or you like to have YouTube up during the day, whatever. I want this to be easily accessible for you as well. So that is why I'm recording them. Can't promise they're going to be super fancy, but I can promise that it's going to be on YouTube. So (laughs) if that's, if that's the baseline, we're for sure hitting it and we'll go from there. Um, but today I have a giant amount of information I want to give to you before we dig into that. I want to like address the fact that I might sound a little bit different. Um, in the old house, so much to update you on in the old house. I was podcasting in my closet. I could do that again, but it's really not cute to look at. (laughs) And we have five bedrooms. We've got tons and tons and tons of space. We have like two fully empty bedrooms that we have nothing in. And then a guest bedroom, Weston's room and our room. So I have extra space. I figured why not use it? So I am, I did turn one of the bedrooms into my podcasting (laughs) studio, but really it's just a desk and a plant and my microphone. So it is a little bit more echoey. So if you've noticed that, if that drives you crazy, please let me know. I am a huge stickler for audio, but knowing that I'm also doing it on video, I want it to look cute. So we'll see what happens. We're going to use this as a test run. If I get some feedback, you guys are like, this is driving me crazy. I will absolutely find another way to do it and make it work. But again, FYI, if you're curious on why things sound different. So, okay, let's get into it. Um, first things first, my last podcast was August 26th and three days later, my sweet Weston Charles was born. He is a squishiest, cutest boy and I am 200% biased. (laughs) The last time we talked on the podcast, we had just sold our home and we were living in an apartment. We were waiting for Weston to make his way Earthside, and we were enjoying a COVID summer, um, which actually for us wasn't too bad because we had all the fun amenities. So we didn't have to go many places. We just had, it was all there, which we paid dearly for, but it was worth it for such a short period of time. Um, and so restrictions at our apartment complex were easing a little bit. We had the pool open, the gym was open and they really weren't that busy to be honest. Um, so since then we have had our sweet guy, our little baby Weston, he is now almost seven months old and I can't even comprehend like what? (laughs) He's getting so old. Um, we finished building our dream home. We've moved in. I have now been back at work for almost as long as my maternity leave. And Garrison asked me today, 
he said, I, I told him that. And he said, well, how do you feel about that? And I was like, well, I really liked maternity leave better. So <laughs> does that count for anything? Being paid at a hundred percent of your salary for not working is pretty great. I'm not going to lie. So I, if anybody knows a way for me to do that consistently, that would be amazing. Um, otherwise we're back to work. It's good. It's all good. Um, but it's just time, time has gone. This, this last three months has gone so much faster than the four that I was gone for. And actually I think it was closer to four and a half. Um, cause I did take a couple extra weeks at the end since it was, um, holidays and I never usually get those off. So that's, that's exciting. So, okay. Now the biggest thing that has changed for me, I want to, I mean, <laughs> in a, in a year of change, right? We sold a house, built a house, moved twice, had a baby, <laughs> all the things. Um, there has been one really, I would say the biggest change for me, and that is a new discovery. So this is actually really recent in the last two weeks, I believe. Um, and I've always had a really hard time focusing on things that I don't find engaging, or I would struggle to finish tasks that I don't care about. And I like constantly forget what I was doing or needed to do. I don't, I didn't realize this wasn't normal to walk into a room and forget why you're there all day. Like I did, I just thought that was a thing that ever, that happened to everybody. People were just like, oh yeah, I just forgot what it, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> That is not a thing that normal people do. And so when I, and when I've actually said that to some friends, they're like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't happen to me. You usually know why I enter a room. I'm like, well, I can guess. <laughs> like if I'm in the kitchen, I'm probably here to eat something or get some water. But if I like, I will regularly go upstairs, stand at the top of the stairs and just wonder, what was I here for? What am I doing? What's, and then I have to retrace my steps and I literally will stand there for 30 seconds to try to figure out why I'm upstairs. It is distressing. <laughs> it's frustrating. And yes, I just had a baby, but my baby sleeps 11 to 12 hours a night. Like it's not because I'm tired. He's a, he's a phenomenal sleeper. And so I can't even be like, Oh, I have, it's like new mom brain because I'm getting quality sleep. Like it's not even, I have no excuse. And this was actually really distressing to me during pregnancy because it did get significantly worse when I was pregnant. And then also, again, it didn't, it went away kind of, but not that much because <laughs> at first I wasn't sleeping very well. He didn't start sleeping, um, super well until he was about four and a half months old. And that's when we started being able to get really good sleep. Um, and then my memory has not improved in any way, shape or form. My working memory is a big old pile of garbage and I love myself for many reasons. That is not one. <laughs> my working memory is so stressful. Um, and then I've also, like, I've also called myself, um, <laughs> this is such a, like a, a rosy way to picture it, but a time optimist, like I'm a very optimistic person. I just, I like to think about the best. I like to put trust in things unless there's a very obvious reason not to. I like to just, I like to think the best in, in any situation that I can. And so I'm going to call myself a time optimist. And that is like somebody who consistently overestimates my ability to get things done quickly. So what I genuinely think is going to take 15 minutes turns into 45 minutes every time. And I'm late. <laughs> Garrison gets so frustrated at how long it takes me to do things and how inaccurate I actually am with my estimation of how long things take me. I always thought these were signs of like lack of discipline. And I was really really hard on myself about it. I was like, I just got to get myself together, like figure it out, get it together, <laughs> like just focus, quit being. And, and I, I'm smart. 
Like that is something that I really value about myself. I'm educated. I love, like I love learning. I love reading. I find myself, like I I think of myself as a, as a smart person. And I honestly just felt like, how is it possible to be smart and so dumb? at the same time. Like I just, I just didn't, didn't understand. And so that's where I would get really hard on myself. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why this stuff is so hard for me. I just got to get it together. Just got to figure out my life. If I just try hard enough, I will figure it out. If I just organize well enough, if I just plan ahead better, these are all things that are just going to fix it. Right. Um, fun fact, these are all signs of ADHD. So this week, actually last week, when I wrote this, it was this week, um, I was diagnosed with ADHD, um, inattentive type, and it is rocking me. I'm sharing this for the sake of documenting my process and what's going on for me. And honestly, for anybody else who's interested in this process of discovery and understanding, I'm 26 years old, and this is the very first time this is coming up for me. The very first time. Um, I've worked full-time since I was 16. (laughs) Like this is working, working full-time is not new to me. Um, And I've always enjoyed working and having a lot going on, but I started noticing something wasn't right when after having a couple months after my maternity leave, I really struggled to get back into things. Not just like, oh, this is hard because I miss my baby, but like I literally cannot, I can't keep up with things. Why? I'm smart, but I can't seem to keep up with what's going on around me. I'm constantly missing things. I'm, I felt consistently overwhelmed by all the loose ends. I kept forgetting to tie up at work and how many balls it felt like I had in the air. Like I was just juggling, like maybe I could juggle four things, but I had eight things in the air and I was like constantly stressed about what I was going to be forgetting and what I was going to miss. And again, I honestly always thought it was just normal to have a wandering mind and struggling to focus. And another fun fact, it's not, (laughs) that's not a normal thing. So I'm an action taker, which in other words, right? So I, I, I phrase things very nicely, right? I'm an action taker and I'm going to continue to choose to think of it that way. Um, some may think of it as impulsive. (laughs) So that's another word for it. Um, and, and when I say impulsive, or action taker. I'm not like risky, right? I'm not going to go spend all my money. I'm not going to go randomly do things. I'm not going to do anything that puts me in harm's way, but I do feel that I, I like to take action on things, AKA, or I guess not AKA, but, um, hence that's what I was looking for. Uh, why I'm now recording this and have nothing set up for it. <laughs> Just plopped a plant in and put a desk in front of a black, in front of a blank wall. And here we are. That is what I call an action taker. Um, also, this podcast was born out of an idea in the morning and by the afternoon, um, I used to have Fridays off. So this was born one Friday, like three years ago, where in the morning I was like, I should have a podcast. And in the afternoon I had recorded, by the time Garrison got home from work, I had recorded three episodes and I had already done all my artwork and intro and outro. <laughs> He's like, oh, I guess I have a podcast now. Um, same thing with my vlog. So if you didn't know, I now have a YouTube channel. There's currently one video as of this recording. Um, and I have, was getting a lot of questions on cloth diapering. So I was like, oh, let me just create a video. Oh, I should have a vlog channel. I should have a YouTube channel. Let me go do this. And then the next, like three days later, I had a full video and it was posted. (laughs) So I'm an action taker. Um, and I decided that this is the time to get this all figured out, um, to really better understand myself and how I can work with my strengths, because clearly what I'm doing isn't working. It's not helpful. Um, I constantly feel like, 
I mean, this is, this is affecting my self-worth because I feel like I can't consistently get things done. I feel like I'm, I'm constantly not enough because I, I just can't do it. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like I'll start something and I'll stop it and I'll start and I'll stop. And I have days where I feel amazing and I'm like on it and I'm checking things off my list left and right. And then other days where I physically can't like anything I can't, (laughs) I don't care what it is. I can't. Um, and that it's just hard, right? It it was just like, I, I compare myself constantly and I know everybody does. This is a particularly bad struggle for me is I consistently over estimate my own flaws and, and underestimate my strengths. And then on top of that, overestimate everybody else's strengths and underestimate their flaws because you can't see them and that's normal. And the whole thing with comparison, yes, we know we do it. We shouldn't do it, all that stuff, but it doesn't actually stop me from doing it. (laughs) So comparison is really hard for me. And I just always felt like, why can everybody else do this? And I can't, why like Garrison's, um, his concentration, his focus is second to none. I don't understand. Like he will, if I hear a ping on my phone, I'm on my phone for the next 30 minutes because I go on, forget what the ping was, get distracted on social media or by doing X, Y, Z. And then it's been a half hour. And I'm like, what, what work, what are you talking about? Whereas he can literally just like, if we, (laughs) fun fact about us, we have to, I might've said this, um, use Facebook messenger during the day because that's on his computer. And that's the only way he'll respond because he's so focused. He forgets he has a phone during the day. And I'm like, how? I don't, I don't get it. I genuinely don't get it. So I just was feeling really down, down on myself. And I, and I decided to like figure out, okay, what's actually going on? Because I am not just a pile of flaws. Like I have a lot of strengths and I'm great at many things, whether or not I can see it all the time. So I'm going to try to work with myself instead of working against myself, because clearly the way that I'm approaching it hasn't been successful for 26 years. (laughs) So currently, um, and again, I wrote this episode last week, which was about a week after I had gotten the diagnosis and it's now been, I'm recording it a week later. So it's been about two weeks and I'm feeling a little bit less vulnerable. But when I wrote this, I was kind of feeling in a vulnerable place. I have been devouring information on ADHD, but I also have to be careful, um, and not, and, and really extremely intentional with what I take in. In a situation like this, I can tell myself one of two things about what I can, or by what I consume. I can tell myself, A, that this is a deficit in my functioning, that I am not as developed as somebody who has a fully developed frontal cortex, which I believe is the thing that is um, underdeveloped in my brain. And that my brain doesn't work like a normal person's, right? So I can put myself in the other category and I can say, oh, I'm not as good. I have a deficit. I'm missing something. Or I can tell myself that nothing has actually changed by getting the diagnosis because it hasn't. I'm just aware of it now. It doesn't like physically nothing in my life has changed. My brain didn't magically become an ADHD brain. It always has been. Um, And I can tell myself that all my accomplishments are more impressive, that I was able to focus and kill it on all these projects while also fighting to keep my attention. And I can focus on my strengths that were born of ADHD and that without, I wouldn't be where I am today. And so I'm choosing to focus on my strengths and understand that when I'm working in my zone, like I am with the podcast, with the vlog, all that stuff, I thrive. (laughs) Like I am amazing when it comes to like when I'm in the zone, when I'm in a good place that I can focus and working on things I enjoy. 
I can hyper-focus and that is so great because I can get so many things done. I can get really detailed. I can create content that I am extremely proud of and like bursting at the seams to share with everybody. And that's a really cool gift. I know a lot of people struggle with that. And I'm also choosing to focus on the fact that although I might be impulsive, um, that's also me taking action, right? And so my impulsivity isn't, I don't feel like that's a, a, a problem because it's not risky because I'm, I'm, I'm in this like sweet spot where I'm risk averse and I'm impulsive. <laughs> so I'm only going to do things like, like, I'll give you an example. Um, I, found a style I like on Pinterest, right? So like a, a clothing style. And I'm like, you know what? I need three long black shirts or I need like a, sh- a, a some basic colors in like long shirts and like oversized shirts to really make this work. And I need this necklace. So then I leave my house and go get those things. I'm not like, oh yeah, I'll get it next time I go shopping. I'm like, no, I need it now. <laughs> I need it right now. And I'm not going to go to fancy stores. I'm going to go to H&M. I'm going to spend less than $30 on all of this stuff, but I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do it right now. So that's kind of how my impulsivity works. Or I'm like, oh, I love this, this DIY. Hey honey, can you pick up some paint for me on your way home? Cause I have this fun DIY I want to do. Like that's where my impulsivity comes in or, Hey, I want a podcast. I want to vlog. <laughs> okay. That's now I'm taking action on that. Um, and I just, I love this. And again, I started the podcast because one day I thought, you know, I should have a podcast. And by the end of the day, I had recorded a few episodes. I had a launch day for the following week. Like I, some people have it, have an idea and wait an entire year to do it. Right. And I actually have a couple friends or kind of acquaintances, I guess, maybe social media friends who are in a similar field who have reached out to me and said, Oh, I want to start a podcast. Do you have any tips or whatever? And they still don't have a podcast. That was years ago, right? Like that's, that's a gift that I have that I'm willing to take action. I'm willing to look stupid and I'm willing to hate the very first one that I do in order to get, just get it done. Just get it out there. My, what I have to share doesn't help anybody if it's in my head. And although I am really hard on myself about the way that things look and feel and the aesthetic of everything, I don't really know that everybody else cares. I mean, there's some people that care, but so many people are just like, oh, that's cool. And they like didn't cross their mind that it doesn't look a certain way or feel a certain way. And so that's just like, it's totally on me that that is an expectation that I have. So back to the diagnosis. This diagnosis is honestly feeling a bit validating. I always thought that I just needed to focus more or delete social media so I can be less distracted. And while social media is a huge time suck for me, and right this minute, I am currently taking a social break to figure out my life. (laughs) It's not as simple as just being less distracted. Um, My goal from here is to better understand my brain and how it works so I can stop trying to fit again, a square peg into a round hole and start working with my brain to leverage all of its capacity. Um, So I'm already in therapy for my anxiety, but we're going to transition to cognitive behavioral therapy to help figure out how to start to rewire my brain in certain areas as much as possible to reduce the burden of my inattention in areas that are not extremely interesting to me. Um, and again, as I say, that sounds like a discipline issue. And so it's, it's a lot of my own perception of things. And I, I it's going to be a lot of myself giving me grace in the process because it just feels like I should just try harder. Do you know what I mean? But I've been doing that my whole life and it doesn't, it's, it, it'll stick for three days. And then I'm back in the, back in the same pattern that I was in before. And it just doesn't stick. So I have to rework things. I have to be gentle with myself. And I have to remember that it's not just about trying harder or doing more. It is, it's, it's approaching it differently, right? 
So I'm also thinking I might try medication. We'll see, um, for at least a little bit of time. Um, I know what it's like to not be on meds, <laughs> which is hectic, um, in my brain. And I'm very curious to see what the difference is for me, but I am breastfeeding. I am postpartum eventually will want to have more kids. So that is something that I have to look into still, because if I can't take it during that, I don't just want to take it for a short period of time and then like have it not be an option anymore. So I might, I'm not sure where I'll go with that, but I can't say what my long-term is going to look like, but I do want to give a quick note that medication oftentimes gets a really bad rap. And there are so many times that meds can significantly improve your quality of life. Um, so I'm also medicated for my anxiety and I am able to live with a much lighter burden than before I was medicated. And that to me makes a huge difference. I can show up better for everybody around me, my son, which is so wild to say still, even though he's seven months old, uh, my husband, just myself, my work, everything. Um, when I am when I just have a generally lighter burden, um, and a low dose of meds can give me my life back. And I'm definitely going to potentially take that, right. Especially with my anxiety, I was going to take it because it's a low dose. And that again, is just so important to me to have my life, not necessarily about the stigma of the way that I get that. And I tried all the things for my anxiety prior to meds and CBD was another really big help, but because you can't find women who are willing to, uh, put their pregnancy at risk because they want to be part of a study on CBD and pregnancy. We really don't know much about it. And my midwife didn't feel super comfortable with me taking it. And I really struggled without that. So that is where I'm headed with this journey. If anybody else has experienced with ADHD and you want to share with me, email me or send me a DM on social. Um, cause I do want to connect with you. And I'm just, again, trying to get all the information I can stories, experiences, things that work for you, all that stuff. And just a quick side note about social media, what I've learned um, is that I actually find it extremely interesting how conditioned I am slash was um, to check social media anytime there was a lull in my day where I just felt like grabby. I had a friend tell me um, she uses the word grabby when you just like you're discontent with everything. You're like, I just need something to do. I just, it's like junk food for your brain. You're like, I, ugh, I just want to graze. And that's kind of the way that I treated social media. And probably I, I do fall into that often. So I'm going to have to reevaluate that. Um, but I will find myself picking up my phone randomly and then realizing that since I don't have social right now, that there's nothing to do on my phone. And I'm like, uh, okay, I guess I'll just put it down. <laughs> so I feel like there's always the eternal struggle for social media with me, which is so stupid because it's just an app, but it's also more than just an app. Do you know what I mean? So I love it for a lot of reasons, hate it for a lot of reasons, but without it, I feel left out and that sucks. Um, and I also feel like my impact might be blunted. Like I just can't have as much, I can't reach people with my message if I'm not on social media. Cause then it is just my, my circle, which you agree, disagree, whatever. That's kind of where my head is at with it. And that's why I struggle and haven't just left social media altogether. Um, not sure if it's true, but I'm going to continue to explore that. And I want to give a, a little bit of an update because of the podcast is back. So let's talk about what that looks like. I'm so beyond excited to get back to the podcast. I also want to make sure that it's sustainable with my new role as a mom and a wife and being back to work, because as much as I'm passionate about spreading my message and helping you find your balance, my family is my top priority. And I really want to make sure that they don't just get my leftovers. So I'm planning to release this episode independent of other episodes. And then I have a handful of, of um, episodes recorded at the time I go live with new episodes again, so that you have everything that you guys need each week. And then I can kind of batch work it. So it stays fun, exciting, can stay focused, 
haha. <laughs> um, and again, just making sure that my family's getting my priority and then, but, but this is also a priority. It's just a little bit lower on the, on the rung. So we'll see what that ends up being like. Um, so thank you for this patience for your patience this last year, as I take on a lot of new things and roles in my life and I figure out my brain in the process, which is just that little, little thing called my brain. <laughs> it's only the most complicated organ we've ever had. Um, and then you can also expect the podcast to change just a little bit. Um, I want this to be extremely authentic to my life too, and what I'm going through and how I'm navigating things. So along with our typical episodes, you will find more episodes on motherhood and general lifestyle stuff as it relates to balance as well. And sometimes just random because I love our conversations. And I feel like when I'm recording these, we're literally just out for a coffee. We're chatting, we're doing all the things. So all that to say, thank you for being amazing. Thank you for extending grace and patience as I navigate all the changes in my life and figuring out what I want to say, how I want to say it, and of course, trying to make sense along the way. So thank you. Thank you. I will see you in the next episode and hit me up if you've got any feedback or you want to chat. Bye, babe. That's all we've got for our episode today. Thank you for listening. And I want to hear from you. Rate and review the podcast. It's actually the best way to support the show and spread the message. New episodes drop every Monday, so don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You can find me on Instagram at thebalancedbody underscore or at balancedbodyhealth.com. Want to work with me? Click the link in the show notes to schedule your free session to see if we're a good fit. And finally, any comments, requests, or suggestions on who or what you want to hear on the show, send them to me via email or on Instagram, and I'll see what I can do. Have a wonderful rest of your week and stay balanced.